Welcome to the Healthy Hormones for Women podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Gladish, online nutritionist, weight loss coach, and hormone fixer-upper. I'm excited to bring you a weekly dose of information and inspiration, sharing with you simple and effective strategies from health, wealth, and all things personal growth. Get ready to become the master of your hormones and experience vibrant health to live a life of more power and possibility. Welcome back, everybody. Hope you guys are doing amazing and your week is off to an awesome start. I am really excited for our episode today because we're having another essential oil chat and I love me some essential oils. And I feel like this is the year that I've really dove a lot deeper into using essential oils and making them a part of my healing toolkit. So I'm excited that in the next coming months, my team and I, you know, we're working on some more information and master classes and workshops that we're going to be hosting online. That's going to really educate you and teach you more about using essential oils, but specifically using them for thyroid health and adrenal health and really supporting your hormones, especially things like sugar cravings, healing your gut. There are so many great things that you can do with essential oils. And I am definitely upping the ante with my healing routine and I have been obsessed with my oils and they are so fantastic. I've been ordering oils from doTERRA now since 2014 and I've just been ordering them nonstop. So I've tried most of the oils, if not all of them. And I actually just recently ordered the Copaiba capsules, the soft gels that they actually have. Those aren't available here in Canada, FYI, if anyone's listening, but they are available in the US. So those that I'm loving, it's so great to just simply, you know, pop the, the soft gel every day. And I also do have the Copaiba or in Brazil, it's Copaiba. I also have the oil as well. And I also started using the DDR Prime, which I am in love with. So incredibly antibacterial, so great for healing H. pylori, which is really common with thyroid issues. So I'm in the process of putting together some really great information for essential oil newbies. So if you're listening to this and you are a newbie and you want to order oils and you want some more information about getting started with oils and you are looking for support. And again, if you are a newbie and haven't started, then definitely don't hesitate to reach out and email me, samantha at holisticwellness.ca. And I can share with you how you can get started with oils. And they're so fantastic. And again, I want to be really clear here. Oils aren't going to be the magic bullet for healing whatever condition you might have. They are part of your healing toolkit. And it's the same thing with supplements, right? These are supplementary. It's also the same thing with food. There's no one magical thing that's going to be the healer. It's a combination of things. And so having all of these different modalities that we have access to and really expanding our healing toolkit means we're also going to experience greater healing and also experience that healing quicker and faster, which is really, really wonderful. So email me if you guys have questions about that, samantha at holisticwellness.ca. I'm in the process too of putting together a private Facebook group so I can help support those, again, who are new and want to order through me, who are new to the essential oils, especially doTERRA, and you're new and you want to order, I'm going to organize a private Facebook group where I will do trainings with you guys every month and just really teach you about oils and give you behind the scenes of how you can incorporate them for all areas of your life and just really educate you on them so that you know how to properly use them. So I'm really excited for that and that will be coming soon. So it's so fitting that we've got Dr. Eric Z today. He dove into so much juicy content about essential oils and you guys always love. After I go back and look at all the ratings and everything for the episodes, you guys have really taken a lot of value out of the essential oil episodes. So we're not just talking about essential oils today, but that's definitely a big part of our conversation. And there's some really great blends and tools and strategies and tips that Eric Z shares with us today. So you guys are going to really love that. And we definitely chat about his most recent book, The Essential Oils Diet. Lots of juicy content in that book. So we're chatting all things food and how you can eat a bioactive rich diet. Of course, we also talk about the toxic foods and the foods you want to avoid. But Dr. Eric Z, he's so wonderful. And he has such a great story about really how having a breakdown and hitting rock bottom and 
going through addiction and how he came through that and, you know, found a greater sense of purpose and found health and found wellness and spirituality. And it's just a really beautiful story. So I'm really excited to dive in today. Dr. Eric Zielinski is the author of the national bestseller, The Healing Power of Essential Oils. Dr. Z has pioneered natural living and biblical health education since 2003. Trained as an aromatherapist, public health researcher, and chiropractor, Dr. Z started DrEricZ.com in 2014 with his wife, Sabrina Ann, to help people learn how to safely and effectively use natural remedies such as essential oils. Now visited by more than 7 million natural health seekers every year, DrEricZ.com has rapidly become the number one online source for biblical health and non-branded essential oils education. I'm really excited for this episode. I hope you guys are going to love it. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out to me at Holistic Wellness Foodie on Instagram. I'd love to see how you guys are listening to us, whether you're out on a walk, in the gym, in your car, share pictures. I really love it. Thanks everyone for tuning in and enjoy today's episode with Dr. Eric Z. Hi, Dr. Z. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. Yay. I might be more excited than you. (laughs) And finally, our listeners don't know how much back and forth has been going via email trying to get us all scheduled in. So we're finally here. Thank God. I'm so excited. Yes, we persevered. So it's going to be a good one. Yeah, absolutely. So before we dive in, I would love it if you can share with our audience more about who you are and what you do. Yeah. You know, I am a person that has recovered from a lot of different things. And so from my pain has been birthed a passion, just a passion to help people. I know what it's like being depressed. I know what it's like having suicidal thoughts. I know what it's like being addicted to alcohol and nicotine and narcotics. And I know what it's like being in pain, physical pain and having social disorders and anxiety and stress. It's like looking back at it, I was a wreck, but I was a functioning wreck. And I was a lot like a lot of people listening to the show, just a normal person kind of going through life with some issues and you medicate and self-medicate with a variety of different things. And next thing you know, you kind of like skip along life and you're like, what just happened? Right. I'm not really enjoying life. I don't really feel good. I'm kind of going through the motions. I'm numb. And when I got numb, that is when things really change. Like that's probably the most dangerous place someone can get is when you're numb, that's when life and death really don't matter to you anymore. And a lot of people are getting numb right now. And the problem with opioids, the problem with a lot of drugs that people are on, they make you numb. They physically, physiologically make you numb to make you be able to get through the day without having a panic attack. Like that's how they work. Right. They essentially numb your system. And when that happens, then you don't feel and you don't experience and there's no passion, there's no drive. And so just through a wonderful set of circumstances. I ended up having just a very deep spiritual revelation of who I was and where I'm going. And it just propelled me on a mission, delivered, healed of the the addictions that I had. And I had to work out a lot of the things when my gut disorders and my chronic aches and pains and the things that I dealt with. And it's actually really from the pain that I experienced was birthed this ministry that my wife and I have, that we serve millions of people millions of people. And it's a blessing through our podcast and masterclasses and documentaries and five plus million people on our website. It's like, we love it. And we're on a mission to helping people. That's amazing. And that's really beautiful. I always say to, you know, different clients and whatnot that our mess becomes our message, Mm -hmm. right? And so you were able to turn a negative into a positive and really have this trickle down effect to serve millions of people. That's really, really huge. So I would love to know what are some of those first steps that you took to really come out of this, you know, numb feeling that you were experiencing? Yeah. First it, it, there has to be a heart. I think there has to be a heart change a heart condition. And for me, it was accepting Christ. It was becoming a Christian, a very radical, not like religious going to church every day, Bible thumping kind. It was like a relationship. It had to change deep. Other people have it through other ways. Like I feel like you have to be spiritually awakened to what it is that you're doing right? and why are you here? And to me, that's the purpose. It's like, why are you here? And that was something that really ached at me. Like, why am I here? Like, why am I going through this? What are the motions, school, work, family, job? Like, what is this? And I see people 
I actually see in my family and most of my family, I, I think can relate to this is kind of going through the motions, not really having a drive, not really having a passion, not really having their why. So first is being deeply rooted in your why and knowing and and as I see it, we're made in God's image. We're all designed with a wonderful purpose, a purpose to help people, a purpose that a mission, a ministry to give that's fulfilling, that's very much energy giving, that's very much mood boosting. And it's hard not to feel good when you do something good. You know what I mean? It's, right. it's not selfish. It's like when you help somebody, you get a lot of benefit. If anything, you get more benefit than they whether whatever it might be serving at a soup kitchen or, or preaching the word of God or doing whatever it is that you're doing, like you benefit from that. And so first is the why. And that's what helped me is I had my why. I was like, Hey, I'm a child of God. I have a purpose. I have a mission. I'm here to help just make people's lives better right. and help people experience what I did. And that propelled me. And so whatever your why is, that's the first thing. And then next it's like, okay, what does this really mean for my life? And to me, I gave it a lot of prayer. I gave it a lot of consideration about who we are as people. And I see it, our lives can be segmented essentially in seven different areas. A spiritual area, which is, is key, a mental and emotional, a physical, a financial, and slightly different, your job, your occupation, and your social engagement. So seven areas. So whether it's your love life with your spouse or how you manage your finances or your mood, your emotions, your aches and pains, every aspect of life can be clumped into one of those buckets. And I talk about that in my first book, The Healing Power of Essential Oils, because if one of those areas of your life is lacking, it's going to affect the other. Absolutely. And we see it so clear. And out of all the ones, there's two that are really component. Well, actually all of them can really weigh down on all of them. But man, if your earth suit for example, this body is weighing you down with aches and pains and brain fog and mood, emotional disorders are just yuck. Yep. Yuck. I get yuck. I, I was yuck. I get it. There's no word for yuck. It's just yuck. <laughs> right. If you're experiencing yuck. It's going to affect every aspect. You're not going to perform on your job. You're not going to be the husband or wife you should be and need to be. You're not going to be the parent you need to be. You're not going to be emotionally and mentally acute. The finances are going to be drained, like all these different things. So I started seeing, you know, the foundation needs to be set with the body. And so once the spiritual pieces, the next piece is the foundation, the body. And so that opens up a can of worms, right? Now every mommy blogger and Dr. So-and-so.com, myself included, has their own theory. Right. And that could get overwhelming. And so we could talk about how I've managed that and navigated that, but the reality is this, you got to chip away one at a time, piece by piece by piece. And the best advice I can give to anyone who wants to improve their health, their physical health is focusing on their pain point. And their pain point can be different. Like one woman that walked through our essential oils diet book recently, her pain point, she said to us during an interview was, I wanted to stop being angry at my kids so much. Hmm. Like that bothered her. Like she goes, I'm on edge all the time. And I don't know why. But I'm really on edge and my kids, yeah, my kids are young, but I'm yelling at them. I feel bad. Like she was convicted. That was her pain point. That's the reason why she did a diet. Because she's like, you know what? I want to change my life. Right. And I'll start with this. What's your pain point? Is it literal pain? Aches and pains? Fibromyalgia? Is it mood issues? Is it a broken relationship? Is it outburst of anger? Whatever your pain point is, focus on that and then start to look at solutions to find for that particular thing. Guess what? You knock that out, you get a quick win, work on something else. You knock that out, you get another win. Yes. And you work your way toward maybe you're like me 16 years later, here we are talking. It takes time. Absolutely. But you know what? It's a wonderful journey and you focus on wins. Just like any sports coach will tell you, you get the foundation first, you learn how to throw and then you learn how to catch, you learn how to bat, then you do a scrimmage and now you're playing the big game. It's that kind of thing. Get the foundation one by one by one. And then next thing you know, you look back. And as we talked about in my last book, total transformation occurs. And it's not like you wake up one day and be like, oh, I'm transformed today. For sure. It's not like the metamorphosis of the cocoon, of the butterfly. Right. It kind of happens. And you wake up one day and you're like, I don't, it's a little different. What's different about today? And then you kind of have maybe a thought, maybe a cup of coffee or tea with a loved one, be like, things are really different. And you know when things are different, when people come to you and say, what happened to you? Yes, absolutely. Maybe it was like that ex-boyfriend from high school you haven't seen in 20 years at the reunion. And you're like, you're a completely different person. And you're like, you know what? You're right. I am. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. <laughs>
I love that. Well, I really want to dive into The Essential Oils Diet, your most recent book, because there's a lot of juicy content in there. And I know you talk about food mm-hmm. and nutrition and essential oils, of course, but you also talk about eating a bioactive rich diet. And I would love for you to explain what that means. Yes, we are so, so to a fault, to a fault focused on quantity, not quality, carbs calories, fats, percentages of vitamins and minerals, macros. Yes. It's all about quantity and we're obsessed about that. The best example is the gluten-free industry. Boy, what a hoax, what a joke. Okay. Gluten can be bad for people. People can have gluten sensitivity. Very few people are actually allergic or celiac. Right. So you get this widespread awareness and hey, maybe some of your inflammatory triggers are based off of gluten. So quantity again, don't eat gluten. Here we have a replacement for you. It's called bread made of potato starch and tapioca <laughs> starch and sugar Yeah. because you need sugar and all this stuff. And now here's your gluten-free bread and your gluten-free cookies and your gluten-free water and your gluten-free everything. <laughs> now I'm seeing labels of juice that says gluten-free. Of course it's juice. Good. It's gluten-free. Right. Of course it's gluten-free. What do you think? I'm an idiot. And so they're marketing off of our obsession with quantity and just take that through everything. Again, gluten for most 99% of the gluten-free stuff on the market is trash. Yep. And when did you become potato starch deficient? Like when did tapioca starch become our staple of humanity? Right. That's what's in most of your gluten-free junk, by the way. Yes, it is. And sugar. Don't get me started on sugar. Lord Jesus, help me with sugar. <laughs> Worst thing should be outlawed. And it's the biggest thing I think of. But by the way, if you're American, you got to watch the documentary Fed Up by Katie Couric, and you'll see what America did with the World Health Organization, how they put the kibosh on the sugar scandal it's bad. It's like lobbying, government scandal. It's legit. I have not watched that. Fed up. It will blow your mind about why we're in the situation we are in with childhood obesity and diabetes. And it's all boiled around sugar. So why am I saying all this? It's about really, we need to be focused on quality. What's in your food? Like what is the food made up of? And that's where you look at research, you look at different components of food and you see, you know what? Why are we not focused on the true nutritional value of food, which really has nothing to do with carbs, calories, vitamins, and minerals? It kind of blows your mind when you think about that. And there's a research study that I pulled up that blew my mind and really propelled this whole discussion with this book. Researchers are sharing like, hey, the macronutrients, even the micronutrients will keep you alive. Like they will prevent you from having a, a quote, frank deficiency, but you will not have optimal health unless you have a diet full of bioactive rich compounds. And what are bioactive rich compounds? Well, you and I know of them as polyphenols, carotenoids, fiber, fiber. Right. We don't talk enough about fiber, good quality fiber, but what are carotenoids? Those are those pigments that give your oranges and your carrots, the orange color and peppers, orange, yellow, purple, like the vibrant rainbow and and polyphenols. There are 8,000 different polyphenols out in nature. They're antioxidant rich compounds that give your body immune boosting capacity. Well, that's pretty cool. So you're telling me to eat a diet rich of plant-based chemicals that boost my immune system. Makes sense. And guess what? Are part of bioactive compounds, essential oils, which makes all the sense in the world. As I wrote my first book, I'm like, oh yeah, essential oils do have um, antioxidant capability and like they're potent, like extreme. Right. And then all the dots fit together. And it's like, it's all about eating food in its whole form. And so what we do is, is in the book, we just focus on the quality of food and, and letting people know it's okay to eat apples again. <laughs> right. I mean, it really is. You're not going to die. And there's an obsession again about carbs, calories, and fats, low carb, high carb, low fat, high fats. Like help us. How do we get so obsessed? I can't have a watermelon. Like when did that become bad for me? Right. And you talk that any expert, anyone who really understands nutrition And it all goes down to balance. Yes. Of course, if you have a diet full of apples every day, yeah, you're going to spike your blood sugar. That's not smart, but there's no moderation in that. And so I'll end with this. This really blew my mind. And my wife and I just recorded a podcast about this on the Natural Living Family podcast. It's just my wife and I talking. It's really kind of fun. It's kind of like pillow talk, by (laughs) the way. Any of you listening that like podcasts, Start a podcast, start a podcast with your spouse or a loved one. It's fun. It's like I'm dating her again. Right. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. This notion of all things in moderation came up to me. There has never been a bigger lie from the pit of hell 
Totally agree. All things in moderation. Okay. You heard my story just a minute ago. Yep. What does that mean for me? A little bit of cocaine, <laughs> right? You know, a little bit of adultery, right? A little bit of killing, a little bit of sugar, cocaine. Yeah. Eight times more addictive than cocaine. A little bit of that, a little bit of this. No, no, no. All good things in moderation. So the, our job is to see, okay, what's good? What's not good? Boy, for you people living in shades of gray, you're going to hate me right now. <laughs> it's black and white. This is black or white hair. It's good or it's not good. It's life-giving or it's death-producing. If something is good for you, put it in your good bucket and enjoy it in, quote, moderation. Like apples, enjoy them in, quote, moderation. If something is bad for you, like sugar, I would say conventional dairy, conventional meat, farm-raised fish, you're right, all the canola oil, the junk, mm -hmm. chemicals that you get in your body care and your aerosols, that's bad, bad, bad. There's no little bit in that. You treat them like how I treat narcotics. I can't just have a cigarette, right? Just a little bit. No, no, man, I can't do that again. I'm done with that stuff. I don't want to die of cancer. So when you clump these chemicals like you do, because I'm assuming most people listening aren't going to go, you know, take snoring a line of cocaine this weekend, just a little bit. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? It's like, that was my life. When you clump in the bad with all the bad, it makes life so much easier. Right. The decision has been made for you. And so you just have your list of thou shalls and thou shall nots. And believe it or not, there's a lot more thou shalls. There's a lot of things you can enjoy. It's true. And you get creative. And that's why I brought my wife on for my last book, The Essential Oils Diet, because she's got all these recipes because I'm Sicilian. I love pasta. I do good with grains and I do good with stuff. So my wife does gluten-free versions of lasagna and dairy-free versions of my favorite gnocchi and all that's in the book. Right. Like we want you to enjoy food. Absolutely. Anyway, you got me yes. started. You got me preaching. <laughs> It's your fault. You got me preaching. No, it's all good. It's exactly why you're here. And I totally agree. I always say a little bit of poison is still a little bit of poison. Yep. So I love how you kind of broke that down. All good things in moderation. That's a really great one. That's a tweetable. I hope you tweet that one. I should. I should copyright yeah. before yeah. she's I'm <laughs> a lawyer. So speaking of bioactive foods, I'd love to know what you guys eat as a family because you have, is it four kids? Last time I counted, I forgot. Or five? Yeah. Okay. There's, there's four. <laughs> oh my God. So you must be no, it's four. Yeah. so busy. So what do you guys eat as a family? Cause I know there's a lot of mothers listening and they're thinking like, sure, I might be able to go gluten-free or eat really well and get some of these bioactive foods in, but my kids, there's no way that's happening. I know it can be tough. Here's the thing with kids. I get it. You can't make everything all the time from scratch with kids. I get that. Sometimes they like, and here's one thing too. We don't deprive our kids of anything, and that's important. So we start school tomorrow, and today right now is what, July 31st. We're recording yeah. this, right? Yeah. We start school in Georgia early. So we're in Atlanta. August 1st, school starts. So upstairs, we're getting ready for kids' snack time. And so whether there's a birthday party or whether there's something going on, like a special treat day, we stock the kids' little cubby and the teachers know, because yesterday was meet the teacher day, say, hey, right. our kids have certain food sensitivities and we treat them this way. They don't, don't give them anything and they are very respectful, very respectful. Which is important. So we have our little non-GMO organic skinny popcorn, right? Perfect. That's the kids love popcorn, a uh, little bit of sea salt, none of the, you know, junky whey or the junk, right. you know, dairy stuff. Fillers and yeah. Yep. We got little gluten-free granola bars that are naturally sweet and like we stock it up. And also here's my wife is brilliant about making cupcakes or things ahead of time. So she'll make a big batch of like 30 or 40 of them. She'll freeze them. And that way when Johnny or Susie or whoever has a birthday party, right. our teacher emails us say, Hey, just so you know, tomorrow we have a birthday. Can you send a cupcake? And so my wife will get a frozen cupcake. Amazing. Get it ready. And it's preparation. Yes. And we talk a lot about that in the book about the five P's, right? Proper 
planning prevents poor performance. <laughs> Love it. And so how to be, how to prepare. So that's it. So I want to point the picture that we don't deny the kids the things that the other kids. So yes, they're different. Right. Yes. It, their food looks different, smells different, tastes different, but at least they're not like, oh, I don't get pizza and all my friends are getting pizza. Right. That's the important thing. And so Daya, we actually like Daya cheese. It's a nice, you know, coconut, oil-based, non-dairy cheese. It's non-soy. We do very well with diet cheese. Diet cheese has a pretty good gluten-free pizza I can get for like nine or 10 bucks at the local, Right. I mean, even us or local Kroger or Publix or whatever you live, they sell them there. I mean, so we have those. Just to point the picture, we have that kind of stuff. And also we eat, you know, a lot of the same things that normal people eat. Like Mondays of course. are, yeah. you know, breakfast night. And so we get we either make them home from scratch or Simple Mills is a great gluten-free brand. Yes, love that brand. Gluten-free waffles or pancakes. And the kids enjoy that with some eggs. We actually, we do it very well with free range organic eggs. And and then we have Wednesday pasta night. We have Thursday taco night, which will either be a taco dip that's actually in the book or we like nut tacos. I really love these nut tacos that are, oh, what's her name? Lee's, I think. I love it. Barbara Lee's or whatever. I love her nut tacos. That kind of stuff, like, you know, salads and soups and, you know, just normal stuff that you're eating. For sure. We just healthify it. And yes. and one thing I realized this is the most empowering thing. We actually cover this in detail, like the conversions. Like, what do you do when the, you know, the recipe calls for a cup of milk and a cup of flour or whatever? Right. Go to your favorite Betty Crocker recipe. You can convert 99.9% of anything. It's true. Yes. It's not hard. You just got to know the conversions and know what works for your body. So we do a lot of stevia. We do a lot of coconut milk or almond milk. And we like the Califia Farms brand without yes. carrageenan. That's our favorite. I love my morning matcha latte. Like it's my probably the most popular favorite recipe from the book. I drink it. Like this is this is it. It's my jam. And like awesome. I put and the thing about it, I love matcha because it's not habit forming. It's not extreme caffeine like coffee. There's no mycotoxins at all, but they're filled with a matcha green tea is a ceremonial Japanese full leaf tea that's full of catechins and just healthy antioxidants, cancer fighting, weight, I should say fat burning. And the thing I like about it is you add a drop of peppermint, you add a drop of cinnamon oil. Mm. And now you get in my world where the blood sugar is balancing, you get natural burst of energy from the peppermint and you know, same thing. Again, I don't want to go ramble on what we eat, but you got to get my wife on because she'll like absolutely take it to another level because I can't stress enough about the importance of preparation. Yes. And not denying yourself. And this takes you through, we have a whole chapter of this. What do you do during holidays? What do you do during traveling? We travel with a travel suitcase, like a food suitcase. Yes, so do I. We travel with a food suitcase and we bring a little magic bullet and, and we know what to do when we go, even if it's out of the country and we don't compromise. We have a portable plug-in cooler. They keep things warm or cold. Right. How wonderful is that? A hundred bucks on Amazon. It's so easy to do this stuff. It just takes a little extra time. And I'm telling you, not more money, by the way. Right. And we can debunk that myth. It's not more expensive. You just have to be smart when you shop. Absolutely. Okay. I love it. So many good tips that you shared in there. And you planted the seed about essential oils. Yes. So I would love to know how you got started using essential oils. Yeah, they're completely not part of my story at all. I mean, my story was very much faith-based. It was very much nutrition-based, supplements, exercise, meditation, positive thinking. And that got me through all of those things I talked about, all those things. Essential oils, is I was never exposed to them 16 years ago when I went through my health journey. When I met my wife, see my wife's story, she's 41 minus she was 14, like 27 years ago, my wife's story started with essential oils. When she was 14 years old, she had a chemical burn on her skin and her friend is Ojibwa and she practiced Ojibwa medicine and recommended lavender and aloe and coconut oil and made her like her own little, what we call now a Mama Z skin healing serum and helped <laughs> heal my wife's skin. Right. And so she's been using essential oils for almost 30 years. So when we got married, she just did her thing. Right. And quite frankly, I liked how she smelled. <laughs> I mean, great. Here's my wife. Pretty. She smells good. I like it. And she had her routine. Every She still does. Every day she does her thing and she has, I mean, look at my wife. She's 41 years old, no stretch marks after 40 babies. She just won the Mrs. Georgia pageant. Amazing. She's on her way to competing for Mrs. America. Like I say that not as a bragging thing, but I'll brag on her for a minute. Like she won swimsuit. 
competing with girls half her age and and she eats a very well-balanced, healthy diet and there's an element of how to rehab your skin. We actually cover that a lot in some of our other classes. That's the number one concern with people, by the way. When I lose weight, what do I do with the skin? Yes, what do I do with the skin? I hear that a lot too. We help you with that in oils. So when I when we met, she did her thing. And so I just kind of marginalized it as smelly stuff. And one of my clients, <laughs> it did. Several years later, one of my clients, because I was a medical writer at the time, one of my clients commissioned me to write a series of public health reports on essential oils. Well, now it's my job. I had to read, had to write, had to learn. And I was floored, absolutely floored on the direct impact that essential oil chemistry can have on brain chemistry to balance hormones, to boost mood, to balance blood sugar, to fight disease. I was like, what in the world? And something dawned on me. I realized at that moment, the one thing I was missing in my natural health protocol was a reliable medicine cabinet Hmm. for stuff that you just name it, you know, whatever, anxiety, stress, gut issues, libido, sleep, stub your toe, pain, whatever. What do you do? What do you go for? And I always struggled with that because nutrition and supplementation will not have an immediate reaction. Right. Like, I don't know of any supplement that, that has an immediate reaction like a drug or like an essential oil. Right. Essential oils are on par to pharmaceuticals. And we got to remember, pharmaceuticals were not invented in a vacuum. And when the chemist came up with the chemical structures, the drugs that are being pushed on us, they're based off of what's in nature first. And then they synthesize them and take it to another level. So this is very scientific. And me being a researcher, I'm like, oh, this makes a lot of sense. So that really is what started this several years ago. And then, you know, kind of like I introduced my wife to nutrition because she had an eating disorder and then she took it to the other next level. She introduced me to essential oils and I just kind of took it to the next level. So it's like, it's really kind of wonderful how our marriage complement each other like that. That's really great. Well, you came together for a reason. So I know I'm Mr. Georgia, by the way, I don't get, I don't get enough credit for that. That's amazing. (laughs) I should be because she's Mrs. George. I missed her. Right. That's awesome. (laughs) That's right. Working out and going to the gym. I'm like, I'm prepared. There ain't no Mrs. without a Mr. So anyway, that's right. That's awesome. So I really want to talk about this medicine cabinet of essential oils. Yes. Tell us what we should be having in our essential oil Madison cabinet and maybe share, you know, I'm, I'm sure you have tons of blends and probably some of your own DIY homemade blends you've made yourself. So yeah, let's start there. Yeah. There are 150 plus recipes in my first book, the healing power of essential oils. Amazon's got it on sale for like 13 bucks. Please pick it up. I mean, it really is a good resource for you. Great. And we'll be sure to link it in the show notes. Yeah, some that I'll highlight that you're going to want are basic nausea, pain, inflammation, sleep. Like again, what's in your medicine cabinet now? So you look at your medicine cabinet and you might want to think you're buying things typically, not prophylactically. You're not buying stuff at the medicine store, the pharmacy to maybe in case one day down the line, most people like, oh, I got a tummy ache. Let me go to the pharmacy and get Pepto-Bismol, right? Right. So here's the thing. First, look at your medicine cabinet. And if you're older, maybe in your 30s or 40s or 50s, you've grown and you've grown your list of things that you use on a regular basis. Start from there. So that's what you know. Like if you see pain things like Advil, Motrin, Ibuprofen, you see four or five different, okay, obviously pain's your issue. Right. And you might not even realize it's your issue until you see the medicine that you take. That's true. And this is an eye opener. Itemize, categorize your medicine cabinet. Okay. So what I want you to do is kind of categorize that first and kind of clump it together in different systems. Like as a doctor, we're taught different systems, body systems. So I mean, you can look at it pain, you can look at it nausea, mood, I mean, whatever it is. And then start to look at, okay, what kind of essential oils can I use? Right. So it's a little bit relative, but by and large, most people are going to want to have mood boosting things, pain relieving things, helping with sleep and nausea. And and that's where let's start with mood. And that's where the citrus oils are worth their weight in gold, proven antidepressants, proven. And all of them. Amazing. I mean, there's no citrus oil that doesn't have an antidepressant capability. And that includes orange, lime, lemon, neroli, pedigrain, bergamot, grapefruit, and the list goes on right? So that's a good start. Tangerine, mandarin, mandarin, all these different ones. So good. But let's say it's specific though, that's mood. But what about panic? What about anxiety? Well, that's where bergamot and neroli has actually been shown in clinical trials to really help even more than some of the others, maybe because they tested it and they didn't test the others, but these are ones that research highlights. Same thing with anxiety and panic and kind of clump up stress 
valerian, valerian root, lavender, obviously lavender is calming and soporific and people love lavender. Roman chamomile, clary sage, geranium, these all have nice mood boosting but stress relieving properties. All right. So that's just that whole list. And and what you do is you could use one oil by itself. And there's a variety of ways. You can ingest them, you can apply them topically, or you can use them through inhalation by smelling them through a variety of ways, the diffuser, an inhaler, whatever. You kind of gotta get the basics down. Yeah. But once you have your arsenal of oils, you can make your own blends. You could try a couple here or there. And what you do is you come up with your own solution. And here's the thing. I already hear, oh, this is so much work. (laughs) No, it was work when you had a headache and you went to the store and you tried ibuprofen because your mom said to try it and it didn't work. That sucks. Go back to the store. And then you tried Motrin because your aunt said to try it and you still got headaches. And then you went back to the store and then you tried Advil. Think about all the work you've done throughout your life trying to come up with a solution. That's the same kind of thing you need to do here. You got to try the peppermint. You got to try this. You got to try that first. So Imagine you're starting from scratch, which is essentially what we've done, but you'll know. Yep. What do you use? Rolades or you use Pepto-Bismol or you use what What anti-acid indigestion thing do you go to? Because I'm guaranteeing if you do it, you did something that didn't work at first and you've kind of adapted your protocol. Same thing with essential oils. So it's not that hard. It really isn't. So you got the mood thing. What about energy? That's a big one. Yes. A lot of people are taking whatever it is, either caffeine pills or energy drinks. Peppermint is huge. Peppermint and spearmint, eucalyptus and rosemary, essentially anything that can open up the airways and help you breathe better. And that's a big thing. A lot of us, as I take a moment to kind of breathe because I'm talking a lot here, (laughs) a lot of us are shallow breathers. Yes. And a lot of us, because we're working, we're hunched over. Yes. And as a chiropractor, they teach us about what happens when you're hunched over. You really kind of, you're you're compressing your your rib cage and your lungs cannot fully contract. So you need good posture. And you, how many of us are just hunched over all the time? Right. Typing on our computer. And I'm breathing like this. And you're, you're basically half ventilated. You're half starving yourself of air throughout the day. Of course, you're lethargic. Of course, at one o'clock, you just crash and you need to get the cup of coffee. Deep breathing and good posture. Help the body flow. Help the body just feed the body of good oxygen, good nutrition. And essential oils can help with that. And peppermint has actually been shown to increase respiratory rate and help athletic performance. Amazing. Yes. Proven. Research, human trials, right? So that's energy. What about, we talked about pain. Well, let's go back to peppermint again. Peppermint is fantastic for pain relieving properties. So is copaiba, frankincense. We have CBD is another good one or cannabis oil also is different, but cannabis essential oil, turmeric, orange, eucalyptus. There are so many different oils that have been shown to have anti-inflammatory pain relieving properties. Marjoram. So I came up with this recipe, copaiba, marjoram, and frankincense. Man, this pain roll on, you can actually ingest it. Put a couple drops in a gel capsule, fill that gel capsule up with coconut oil or olive oil, and boom, that can help with systemic pain, especially if you're battling fibromyalgia or something like that. That sounds amazing. The list goes on. Like wintergreen's another good one. Right. So a lot of the same ones that have the menthol, you know, you've heard it, menthol kind of thing. Like, what do you think's in your Ben Gay? Right. What do you think's in your Icy Hot? Yep. Just get the real deal. Yep. So it's obvious. It's like, oh, look what's in this fake stuff. Let me get the real stuff. And once you kind of see it big picture, like, oh, you can start to play around, right? Sleep, gone back. A lot of the same things that work for stress, the lavender, the vetiver, the Roman chamomile, those work wonderful for sleep. People do a great job with that. But again, this is instead of like a melatonin supplement. I'd much rather people try essential oils than a melatonin supplement or even sleep aid because they're not habit forming. And here's the key about essential oils. This is the sales pitch of all essential oils (laughs) is your body completely metabolizes them. This is worth repeating. Your body completely metabolizes them within like two hours, research has shown. So that means two things. You don't have to worry about biochemical buildup. You don't have to worry about anything being habit forming because the body will just be gone. It's done. It knows what to do with it. Just like apples, just like oranges, just like carrots and kale. Your body knows what to do with this plant-based stuff. You're not going to have like biochemical buildup of kale in your liver like you do with drugs <laughs> or supplements, by the way. Right. A lot of supplements with the fillers. You got to worry about that stuff. That's true. And also, because of that, though, you have to apply essential oils regularly. So if you're going to go like your DEET free spray, we have in my Healing Power of Essential Oils book, if you don't want DEET, 
Like I don't want Agent Orange on my skin. Right. So what do you do? Yeah, you can use some peppermint and clove and citronelle and some other cool oils. But if you're going to go outside in nature, you got to apply that on your skin every two hours. You do. It's that 24-hour deep. Right. And the reason why that works is because they add chemical surfactants, would have been linked to autoimmune cancer and stuff, to make it stick on your skin for 24 hours. That's scary, by the way. Yes. On a side note, same thing with your laundry. If you're smelling your laundry stuff 24 hours, 34, whatever hours later, it's not good. They're not, the chemicals in your laundry aren't being washed if you smell it later. Right. Because the surfactant. So you got to get a natural version of that. It's like, wow, this kind of like your clothes should smell like clothes. <laughs> For sure. Like how they used to when I was a kid. Now they smell like, I don't know, walk in the forest, sunset beach with your, <laughs> it's like, yes. oh, God help us. So anyway, we talk about pain, mood, oh, libido. All right, here's another big thing. You know what? The number one search term on my website, interestingly enough, because we have a heavily Christian audience, is essential oils for sex. Wow. So guess what that tells me? People are having trouble between the sheets. Yeah, definitely. And one of the things is related to the hormonal imbalance, right? That causes everything from vaginal dryness to just a lack of just desire in women and also men erectile dysfunction. Yep. So my next book is going to be, we're going to hit erectile dysfunction in a big way because we've asked a lot of women are asking us about their partners. Not, not a lot of men, by the way. Right. A lot of women <laughs> on behalf of their husbands yep. and partners. So when it comes to sex, there are proven, and this is just go back to antiquity, like bust open the Bible, read the song of Solomon, by the way, look at your Ayurvedic books and look at the stuff of ancient texts and how they use jasmine and rose and jasmine and rose are typically two of the ones that usually come up lavender i always wondered why lavender there's something especially for men i don't know how detailed we want to get here but i remember learning this neurophysiology point and shoot right pointing obviously an erection shooting is ejaculation right pointing is the parasympathetic system shooting is the sympathetic system so if you want to if you want to help your husband your partner have an erection they can't be stressed and that's one of the reasons why so many men can't have an erection is they're chronically right. stressed. They're in that sympathetic fight or flight reaction all the time. Right. Yes. You want to stop that? That's why some men wake up in the morning with an erection first thing in the morning because they just slept. Right. So how do you help stimulate that reaction? You got to get them relaxed. You know, yourself included women, of course, that can also help too. The parasympathetics, that's where the lavenders come into play. Ylang Lang. Now, the thing about Ylang Lang is very intriguing because most of the mood blends, like your love blends, have Ylang Lang, lavender, rose, and jasmine. But they also have, you know, the reason they have Ylang Lang, there's no research to suggest that Ylang Lang actually boosts libido or the desire for sex. Right. What Ylang Lang does. It's been proven to reduce the anxiety related to stress. That's the big one. And that's where Ylang Lang should also be part of the just relaxing, calming, different essential oil. It's a known harmonizer. Right. It helps people reach homeostasis. So if you have anxiety related to stress, it could be painful. It's not pleasurable. You've experienced abuse or trauma in the past. Ylang Lang can help with that. So... I'd rather try that than Viagra yeah, or some other drug that can unfortunately stimulate other things that could cause a hormonal imbalance. And that's really the whole concept of all this stuff is, is knowing that there are natural approaches that our body does well with that we don't have to worry about all these crazy side effects, right? Right. So gut issues, you want to finish with gut? Yeah, let's go into gut. I actually have a question here about using essential oils to heal your gut. There you go. So when it comes to a lot of people with nausea, or gut issues or bloating, like that fills up a lot of people's medicine cabinets. The concern, first of all, the disclaimer is be careful. You're not like just swallowing essential oils without a capsule because that can actually cause acid reflux. Yes. I was actually going to ask you about safely ingesting oils too. Yeah. That happened to me and I actually caused myself acid reflux. The big issue is peppermint because peppermint, we all know, have a little peppermint tea for your tummy. Very smart. Very good idea. But if you're going to swallow a drop of peppermint straight, what peppermint does, it's a muscle relaxant. And what it can do, it could release the valve or cause the valve known as the esophageal sphincter from not sealing properly from the stomach to the esophagus. So basically for people that deal with reflux, when the food comes back up the esophagus, that's because the valve isn't closing properly. Right. And peppermint can cause that valve to relax to the point where food will trickle up. 
So if you're drinking peppermint, you can cause reflux. So how you do it is first topical. I love topical application because we know that the oils penetrate in the bloodstream within minutes yep. and we know that it gets systemic and it's also on the tummy. So it's right there. But also if you're looking for a bigger impact and if you're dealing with some significant stomach issues, you might want to consider a gel capsule You can get those on Amazon or your local health food store, vegan gel capsules are really cheap. You put two or three drops of peppermint, fill it up with coconut oil or olive oil and just good to go. And make sure you have like a little pipette because a lot of people don't think about this until you get messy. I've gotten a lot of messy with oils. So you get a little pipette, little squeezer dropper, or even we love liquid stevia. You get those stevia bottles, like your sweet leaf bottle that has, just keep the bottle. Like we- Yeah. After you use it. Yeah. Put it in the, what's it called? The dishwasher, let it disinfect. And you got that little dropper. That dropper is going to save your hands and save your counters of a lot of mess. <laughs> yep. Add a couple little drops and boop, boop, boop. You make your own capsule. Like that can help you. That could help soothe. Peppermint's a big one, but also tarragon, thyme, oh, um, oregano has been proven to help repair leaky gut. Amazing. Proven meaning it's been in research. Proven not meaning it's the guarantee for you. That's really important to catch on, folks. When you read from your favorite mommy blogger, drsoandso.com, myself included, just because we quote research doesn't mean it's going to work for you. It's proven insofar as research validates the potential, but you got to find what works for you. Right. Absolutely. So we have caraway. That's another good one. That's great. For stomach and gut issues, you know, people are finding good benefit in a holistic approach. And one thing about gut, particularly, is we got to remember physically, like where the gut is. The gut is the distal colon. I mean, it's way down far the GI tract. Your GI tract, your gastrointestinal tract starts in your mouth, ends with your anus. And there's a lot of stuff in between, a lot of intestines. There's a lot of tubes, a lot of different body approaches. And so if you have leaky gut or SIBO, if you have IBS or anything, gut-related Crohn's, the only way, the only way is using a time-release capsule, which is different than a gel cap. Right. A gel capsule is going to be disintegrated with your gastric juices in your stomach. A time-release capsule won't be released until it reaches your small intestine. It's by nature because there's a polymer coating on it, so your stomach won't digest it. So research has shown like four to six drops of peppermint can help with SIBO which is a big thing. Because other than that, I don't know anything else that can directly affect that beside another time-release medicine. And they're also known as enteric-coated capsules. Right. So that's the other approach. So just be aware a gel cap won't heal your gut. It can't. There's no way. But it could help systemically. Yes. You know, a gel capsule can help reduce inflammation in a roundabout way. But if you're dealing with literally actually treating the gut, you need a targeted approach for the gut. Absolutely. Okay. I love that. We just summarized my book in like 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> you did a really great job there. Tell Man. us about your book. Where can people find you? I've been creeping you over on Instagram and love all the, the posts that you're sharing. I actually, you, um, you guys have some really great gardening pictures. You guys have an organic garden, which I'm so jealous of. So mm-hmm. yeah, definitely need to, now that we finally have a backyard, we used to live in a condo. So now we have a backyard. So Aww. I really want to start planting. Get a tower garden. Tower yes. gardens are great. Yeah, I actually have one. Good for you. Yeah, I have one. We just have to set it up. Container, like my wife has a class. You can actually go to it. Go to mamazgardening.com. Awesome. She has a free viewing of a class. She, you know, she shows you everything, how to do a little you know, windowsill garden. Like it doesn't matter where you live. Right. Big, a, you know, big urban homestead to a New York City apartment. It doesn't matter. You could garden in a variety of different ways. And it's just fun. How nice is it to go to your windowsill and clip some basil leaves and have it on your caprese salad? It's your basil. You know where it came from. You know the grower. It's lovely. And there's no much, I don't know of any other sense of accomplishment. And especially what a great lesson if you have kids. Yes. Um, And there's hard work and you know, you got to let the kids know you reap what you sow and you got to weed and you got to water, you got to take care of your plants. There's so many life lessons, so many life lessons regarding, but anyway. That's amazing. Well, awesome. Yeah, so you please go to naturallivingfamily.com. Check out our website and there's resources all over there. The books, The Healing Power of Essential Oils and The Essential Oils Diet are available everywhere books are sold. And we love to connect with you one way or another. Amazing. And we will put all the links in our show notes. Thanks so much for being with us today. That was incredibly knowledgeable and I'm sure I'll have you back and I will definitely have your wife on for sure. Thanks for having me. (laughs) My pleasure. Take care. 
All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to our episode today with Dr. Eric Z. Be sure to head on over to his website, drericz.com. You can also check out naturallivingfamily.com and tons of amazing info on his websites where you can get all kinds of great natural remedies and essential oil info. And if you are a natural health seeker, I know you guys are going to love it. You can also follow Dr. Eric Z on Instagram at Dr. Eric Z. And you can follow me over on Instagram as well at Holistic Wellness Foodie. I share all kinds of stuff and I'm always on my Insta stories and answering your guys' questions and posting great recipes. So if you're not currently following me, come over there. Lots of great stuff going on there as well. And I should also mention that if you want to grab Dr. Eric Z's recent book, head on over to EssentialOilsDiet.com and you're going to get lots of great book bonuses there and all kinds of goodness. Thank you everyone for tuning in and thank you for your reviews and your ratings and your comments and your questions. It always means so much and I do spend time reading them all and I'm really grateful for it and really grateful for this amazing podcast community. And just really thankful you're here and tuning in every week. I should also mention the Metabolic Reset Program, our flagship weight loss and hormone program is currently open. Our virtual doors will be closing soon. So if you're listening to this in real time, then definitely head on over to holisticwellness.ca forward slash metabolic reset. And I'm going to give it to you straight. If you are over there and you're stuck and you feel like shit and your hormones are a mess and you're not taking care of yourself and you're not sleeping and you are exhausted and you are gaining weight and you have terrible PMS and you have terrible sugar cravings, you have got to take charge of your life and your health because literally your life depends on it. And my team and I, we're here to support you. We're here to guide you through the program. It's eight weeks and you are going to feel freaking fantastic at the end of it. And again, the link is holisticwellness.ca forward slash metabolic reset. Really excited to welcome in a new round of women from all over the globe. We do only accept 40 women at a time. So if you want to grab one of those 40 spots, then definitely head on over there and come join us. So have a wonderful week. I'll be back with you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in and chat soon.